Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for Black and White Sports. Well... First, Laurel Hubbard in the Olympics, transgender weightlifting, and now we have transgender fisticuffs. That's right, MMA fighting. A former male, still a male, come on, former male going in the ring and beating on females. For lack of a better way of putting it, let's just keep it real, okay? Uh, We have a transgender MMA fighter that won their debut. I always wonder when we're talking about this stuff why is it we never see woman transitions to male woman transitions to male joins men's MMA to fight. And I'm not saying it maybe hasn't happened but why does it seem it's always the other way around where there seems like there's going to be a clear biological advantage. I I always wonder that. Uh, at least where you start seeing success being had. Let's put it that way. Transgender MMA fighter Alana McLaughlin spent several months looking for a female fighter to face off against for McLaughlin's first official MMA bout. Huh. I wonder why you would have such a hard time finding a female fighter. The 38-year-old fighter who competed male-slash-female gender reassignment Back in 2016, went through an adversarial process to arrive to Friday's match against Celine Provost, a contest that debuted the second-ever transgender fighter in women's MMA history. The fight resulted in a second-round victory by McLaughlin via a rear-naked choke. Born in West Columbia, South Carolina, a young McLaughlin had an early stint as a Division II sprinter at Newberry College. McLaughlin joined the military in 2003 and served for the U.S. Army Special Forces for seven years. After leaving the military and facing a decision to transition out of being a biological male, at 33, McLaughlin pursued the world of MMA after Fallon Fox debuted the first mixed Martial arts transgender fighter in 2011. Fox's first official victory came against Alicia Helsper in by, by TKO. The world of mixed martial arts, notably the UFC, this is uh, interesting to note, Dana White is saying no, has been resistant towards introducing transgender competitors over the competitive advantages posed by transgender women's Heightened levels of testosterone. After Friday's win against Provost, McLaughlin remains persuasive over of more opportunities to enter the octagon. Right now, after falling in Fallon's footsteps, commented McLaughlin's, paying homage to Fox, 
I'm just another step along the way. It's my great hope that there will be more followed behind me. If we want to see more trans athletes, if we want to see more opportunities for trans kids, we're going to have to work a way to get in those spaces and make it happen. Well, number one, how about we leave kids and trans anything separately? I'm sorry, but until you're 18 years old, you know, you shouldn't be allowed to be making any kinds of decisions involving things that alter your gender. That's just my opinion. I don't care if anybody likes that or not. I'm not ashamed of that opinion, not even for a solitary millisecond. Uh, I'm not. And again, I think it's interesting. You heard what this article said from OutKick, that Dana White and the UFC is resistant. And why? For the most obvious reason, elevations in testosterone level, or in this case of Alana McLaughlin, used to be a U.S. Special Forces uh, Army participant that is now in the ring going against females. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I don't really, I don't really get down with this. Um, any which way you cut it, to me, this is still a male fighting a female. So congratulations, you're getting in the ring, in the octagon, and you're beating the shit out of a woman. Man, that just doesn't seem uh, brave, stunning, or heroic in, you know, in my terms. And who knows, I'm sure this person can beat the crap out of me, but I'm no MMA fighter either, okay? Um, for crying out loud, that just seems like a true physical, physiological, I mean, disadvantage for the female that's getting in a fighter with somebody that's recently or is a male. I don't care how you slice it. Uh, tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. If I'm being unfair, you can tell me. I don't believe I am, and I won't be convinced otherwise, but you get my point. I, I don't see why this is to be uh, celebrated in any way. It seems like a competitive advantage issue. It seems like at least in the case of, for example, Laurel Hubbard, she, uh, she or he couldn't beat the males, so he decided to go beat up on the girls. I'm just saying. Peace. I'm out. Till next. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.